and welcome back to Podcast Interference. We've we've been absent. Jack has Jack has been off to distant shores, i.e., France. Um, <laughs> and then we had a had a delightful wedding last week as well um, for one of our friends. So we've been very busy, but obviously fantasy rules everything. So we've been glued to our phones as well. So we've we've got plenty to catch up on, and sadly not not enough time. But we'll we'll go through everything that's happened over the past couple of weeks, I suppose. But before we do, as ever, Jack, how are you this week? I'm pretty good. Uh, we were talking before the show, fantasy's gone gone south a bit for me. Uh, so many injuries, there's been some trades, there's been some benchings, um, but we'll get all into it now. Lots, lots going on over the last few weeks. I think we need to start with the one that hurts me the most, which is the, the Brees Hall ACL <laughs> issue. So obviously he started off fairly slowly at the start of the season, the first couple of weeks, a slow build-up, as, as we kind of expected, given that he was sharing touches with Michael Carter. But over the past few weeks, he's just he just took off. He was doing everything that, that I'd predicted he would, to be fair. I was very happy that I'd put so much stock in him. Um, tore off for a 60-yard touchdown, Life couldn't be better, and suddenly the poor guy tackled an uh, ACL injury, which puts him out for the rest of the season. And um, obviously, we've got a few success stories from ACL recoveries, but it's not all it's not all good for everybody. Um, so it's you know this is a game. At the end of the day, I feel really bad for the guys as a rookie coming in and making such a splash in the NFL to then suddenly just an injury like that happening to you is just absolutely gutting for the guy so really really tough especially given the Jets whole offense looking like it has this year it's been fantastic yeah I couldn't agree more feel feel really bad for the guy um obviously he was I think he's like the RB7 on the year so he really was coming on leaps and bounds ripping off of several big runs over the last few weeks it is it is pretty heartbreaking fingers crossed he can bounce back um obviously fantasy wise that has some implications Michael Carter obviously you would assume get more work, and they have, I believe, signed James Robinson as well. So that that'll have some impact as well. Yeah, definitely. I think with Michael Carter, mm-hmm. I, I cursed, I cursed Brees because uh, in one of our leagues, I dropped, <laughs> I dropped Carter. I thought, oh, Brees isn't going down. He's taken over now. I don't need him. <laughs> I've spent all my fab this week getting him back. Um, but, but yeah, Michael Carter should see a nice uptick. And interesting with James Robinson because we've obviously discussed him before in relation to the Jacksonville Jaguars who. You know, still were utilising him, not as much as they could have done. Travis Etienne is another player who seems to be coming on leaps and bounds. He's still fumbling, which is really not good. But, you know, his his other ability, his, his actual kind of... The flashes that he shows are really quite impressive. So he's starting to build up. And obviously the Jacksonville Jags have seen an opportunity to trade uh, Robinson, which just goes back to draft capital, doesn't it? I think if Robinson had been a first-round pick... He definitely wouldn't have been a trader book because he's an undrafted free agent, practically. Yeah, they're getting something for nothing, aren't they? That's it. It's an interesting situation, though. It really is, because uh, the Jets obviously see something in him. But it's good to see the Jets being so proactive. I think we've looked at them over the past few years and thought, why are you making the decisions that you're making? (laughs) And Whereas now it's like, okay, you know, they've obviously gone into a room quickly, sat down and said, we've lost Brees. He's phenomenal. Carter's still good. But we need to protect ourselves. This is the best run we've had in years. Let's yeah, get someone decent let's keep it in going. to cover. It's, it. it's good to see from the Jets, really. 
Yeah, respect to the Jets. They've been like the laughing stock of the league for years. One of our friends is a Jets fan, and we can't rinse him at the minute. So yeah, yeah, fair, fair play to the Jets. <laughs> exactly. So the Jets, yeah, Jets have been doing well. I guess we should probably talk about another player because I'll just sit and cry. Otherwise, um, uh, someone who someone who's interested me recently, I guess, is is someone who's had a bit of a fall from grace, um, and that's Lamar Jackson through week weeks one through. Through three, I think he was averaging around 30, 30 odd points, whereas now he's averaging about thirteen. So, what's happened there? Yeah, uh, Jackson has fallen off or, uh, off a cliff a little bit. The Ravens haven't been uh, haven't been too hot these past few weeks. Um, whether that's down to him, I don't think it's solely his fault. Uh, they have been dealing with some injuries, obviously at running back. Um, obviously, Bateman only came back last week as well. Um, I'm hoping they bounce back. They did get a win against the Browns uh, last week, but it wasn't a it wasn't a good win for fantasy. So they've they've got a, a fairly decent schedule at the end of the year. I think Jackson will bounce back, but he has had a, a few horror shows these past few weeks. Yeah, it's not been too good for Mark Andrews either. Speaking of fantasy fancy tight end options, I suppose. It's... Yeah, my prediction of uh, tight end one is slowly slipping away on that one. I think. Yeah, Kelsey's Kelsey's <laughs> been been pretty good himself. Um, he could have been even better last week. He had a touchdown called back for a penalty. Sadly, he'd have had over a hundred yards receiving as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's a shame about Mark Andrews with uh, with injuries, but. This year just seems really strange to me. Like I feel like injuries are more prevalent in a way. They've they've been more affecting. Uh, even even the lighter injuries, like Keenan Allen, for yeah. example, being out for seven weeks. Well, he he played like didn't he yesterday? Um, well, the day before. But even when he played, he was he was limited. They've obviously got the bye now. But that was a hamstring injury, and you've lost. You know, you wide receiver one for all that time. For it's weeks, crazy. Yeah. There's been a lot going on uh, with injuries this uh, this year, and it's um, it's affecting me bad. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. You and me both. Um, cool. Okay. So, are there any are there any major players that have made a huge impact for you over the past few weeks? I he hasn't made a huge impact, but I think it's probably worth mentioning the the news about um, about Matt Ryan. That'll have some implications. Oh yes. Um, obviously, the Colts have made the decision to not playing for the rest of the year, basically. Um, Sam Ellinger will be the QB one for the rest of the year on the Colts. Um, apparently, he's, apparently he's impressed in practice. Coaches seem to love him. Um, but yeah, Matt Ryan is no more. And obviously that will have some impact on not only the Colts receivers, the run game I would imagine would need to get going a little bit more because Jonathan Taylor's not quite been what we'd expected. But obviously with a rookie quarterback, he'll need to step up a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's that Colts offense has been a bit of a mess, hasn't it? But uh, rising from the ashes like a phoenix has been Paris Campbell, who's had two yeah, really out good of games. nowhere. Yeah, I mean that that surprised me. He's been he's been on my dynasty bench since we started playing. I think I think I picked him in our initial draft back in twenty eighteen, um, and he's not at, well twenty nineteen. He's not really done very much, but suddenly he seems to be doing really really well, which. Which is good to see because he's another player who's had an absolutely horrible injury history. Yes. Um, so it's nice to see him getting some chances. But poor old Michael Pittman is uh, starting to starting to get a bit of competition. Slipping there. away now. Yeah, <laughs> that is it. That is it. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. If uh, obviously we haven't talked McCaffrey trade as well is obviously something that's happened since we've been off the air. Absolutely huge. Yeah. To the 49ers. Um, I know we've talked about it at length. I think it's long term great move for McCaffrey. Um, obviously the the Niners are a, 
a much better run organisation, much better coaching, um, just a much better situation better. all round. Yeah, they're just better <laughs> in every conceivable way. Um, sorry, Panthers fans, but it, it is true. Um, so I think longevity-wise, I think obviously McCaffrey comes out of this looking great. Uh, he didn't get; he only had about eight or nine touches uh, last week on on debut, but he, you know he got seventy or eighty odd yards. So I, th- I think he will come come good for those people who did draft him high. Yeah, I agree definitely. Um, so I'm just going to take a quick look now at the uh, at the top top fancy players so far throughout the season. At the top, I'll let you guess who we've got. It should be an easy one. Oh God, you put me on the spot here. Top should be QB. The QB. That's got to be Josh Allen. Hasn't it's it? definitely yeah. It's Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen with uh, with plenty of points there. 173 so far. Good However, Lord. just just behind him. We've got a running back. Oh God, it's, it's Saquon, isn't it? Austin is it Eckler. Oh, it's Austin Eckler. He's come out of nowhere. Yeah, he's done really, After a really slow well. start. Yeah, he's suddenly started to ramp it up. Uh, last week, he got 35 points against the Seahawks. He had 24 points against the Broncos. 36 against Cleveland. 33 against Houston. But then obviously the first three games, he was averaging just under 13 points a game. So... Out of all the RBs, he is at the top by quite a significant margin. Saquon is second in RBs, but he's down at number 12. Big distance. Good Lord. Yeah, I know the first few weeks we were worried about Eckler, but he has... Uh, I know last last time we, we we talked, I said I think for the rest of the year he'd be my RB1, and he's, he's proven that right. Which is weird, because the charges themselves have been pretty dreadful these last few weeks. But yeah, Eckler getting the bulk of the work, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is is receiving as well as, yeah. you know, he's, he's almost a 50-50 split. 380 rushing yards, 357 receiving yards. So he's crazy volume. very much a dual threat there. Um, do you reckon that Allen coming back is going to impact that somewhat? Obviously having a key player like Allen out of the roster for the past few weeks might have given Austin Eckler a slight uptick potentially. Yeah, I think it, we might see a slight downtick, um, but obviously I think it'll take... Alan maybe some time to get back to his his usual best self. Um, I I still think Eckler. I mean, if he keeps this pace, there's no way he's not finishing as the RB one just because he is in a good offense and players like McCaffrey and Taylor are dropped off. Very good. Yeah. So the next person on the list at number three, who who do you think it might be? Um, number three who's been smashing it this year. Not another running back. Um, oh god! Um, it's a QB. Another QB. Is Mahomes up there? He's, he's been doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes is just ahead of number four, who's Joe Burrow. Joe so Burrow. Mahomes is sitting on one seven one point seven, while Burrow is one six nine point nine. Obviously, all this according to our dynasty league scoring system. But Burrow was fantastic last week. Oh, sure wasn't he? Concur. Over My 500 Lord. yards. Totally yards. And de- guess how many leagues I played him in. <laughs> I, think <it> was, <laughs> I think it was three, and I lost every game. So. <laughs> yeah, he was he was insanely good. Um, spread the ball out quite well as well, didn't he? Yeah, everyone buoyed, everyone was involved. Chase got two touchdowns. It was amazing. It was a bit like... Um, obviously, they've had a slow start, but it was a bit more like the offense we were used to last year, which was nice to see. 
Yeah, because I think it's been a bit of a worry, really. When you look at the Rams and the the Bengals, they weren't the Super Bowl team. No. You know, the, the Super Bowl teams seem to have retired and they've brought back some <laughs> shell of themselves. So it was good to see that. But Mahomes being up there is good. I guess he's got a kind of a good level of consistency. He's not had a, like a an absolute blowout game as such. I mean, he got 33.9 in his first week, but he's not had like a 40-plus pointer and then loads of low scoring. The lowest score he's had all season is 17. Um, which is was against the Colts in week three, but since then, you know, most of his scores were within the realms of the sort of twenty points plus, which is, which is good. Uh, you know, QB two third overall, but yep. I can see Burrow taking over if Burrow if this is Burrow's trajectory and this form stays up. Yeah, completely yeah. agree. And I think I think in general Burrow. I mean, I know he's got he's got Kels, but I think overall, I think Burrow's probably got the better weapons as well. I would I would say anyway. You know, T. Higgins and Chase are both number one receivers. I'd take Mixon over any of the Chiefs running backs. Um, and then obviously Boyd's your third option. So I think Burrow's got better options as well. Yeah, I'm with you. Number five then uh, is another QB. Another QB at five. Um, I, I feel like Jalen Hurts has got to be up there. He is, but he's not in the top ten. He's They've, down He's down at number 11. Down at 11. Um, I think Jackson's fallen off, but I feel like he still should be up there. He had a couple yeah, of forty he's, pointers. He's number five with one five eight point nine. But oh, yeah, okay. as, as you say, he's 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 done well in this. He's done well enough, I think, in those blowout games at the start of the season to keep him up there. But he needs he needs to return to form. I, to be fair, I think when when Andrews gets back, that's going to make a big difference for him. Yeah, no, completely agree. I mean, it's it's crazy to think he's still at five because his last his last four weeks are ten points, fourteen points, fourteen points, and thirteen points. Yeah, which is mental. Very much so. And next up, then we have our first wide receiver. Oh God, who's the wide receiver one? It's um... no, it's not. It's not Justin Jefferson, is it? Or is it Justin Jefferson? No, Justin Justin Jefferson is. Number 14 overall. I'd say it's probably wide receiver four or five. Okay. Chase has popped off last couple of weeks, but I don't think he's top. Chase is better. Chase is at number 10. Chase is at 10. Who else has been smashing it? Um, I must have there are three receivers that are better than Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase this season. God, you can't. I can't even imagine a world like that. Um, no, I'm struggling. Give me that one. Number six, we've got Stefan Diggs, who is the top oh, yeah. wide receiver. Number That's seven, nice. we've got Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup. Yeah. And number eight, we've got Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's still in there. Yeah, so in, in, in spite of the move to Miami, he is still up there. Um, immediately after Tyreek Hill is Travis Kelsey at number nine, obviously top nice. tight end. And then, yeah, Jamar Chase at number 10. So quite wide receiver heavy this season, really. Yeah, the running backs have died a death. In in most of my leagues where I went running back heavy, I'm not doing well. So, <laughs> yeah, it is the year of the receiver this year. It seems to be, but I, I, I think that might be the way going forward. Yeah, there definitely the trend. a massive shift, doesn't there? It's, you know, throwing the ball is just the way to win games now, I think. So you're looking at, you're looking at the top, you know, QBs being the ones who are somewhat mobile themselves but can also throw. So, mm-hmm. you know, Alan... Allen kind of embodies the perfect modern QB, I guess, in that sense. But, you know, able to support a top six wide receiver as well. You, that, you know, if you had a, a Diggs-Allen stack, which is quite reasonable to achieve, 
Yeah, you know, true, in, yeah. In drafts, I've seen that happen. You're laughing, really. You really are. So, yeah, I guess the one after that would be a, a Burrow Chase stack would be pretty nice as well. Oh, God. So, yeah, absolutely crazy. Or Mahomes Kelsey. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it seems like uh, there's a few teams in the top there. So, yeah, we've got, obviously, the, the Bills, the Chargers with Eckler, the Chiefs with Mahomes, um, the Bengals with Burrow, uh, the Ravens, and... Uh, the Rams with Cooper Cup. Oh, and obviously the Dolphins. So there's there's only a few teams there. You know, it's it's definitely very concentrated. And then you have just slipping out of the top 10, Jalen Hurts and uh, Saquon Barkley. So, yeah, crazy. To say that Saquon Barkley has been drafted at the end yeah. of round two, start of round three. I, I said before the season did, started, he'd be a league winner. I've got to, I've got to give it up, and I am happy for him as well because obviously his rookie year he burst onto the scene and looked like a world beater, and he does seem to be back to that form. I'm still not sold on the Giants as a whole, for the record. I, I do think at some point Daniel Jones being not very good will bite them, but yeah, Barkley, great news for him. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I don't think Jones is the long term option, but just talking about surprises this year, obviously. Barkley is somewhat surprised to some, not so much to others, um, but Josh Jacobs. I was literally about to mention uh, Jacobs, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I must admit a player I'm, I'm pretty sure we didn't mention in our, in our top 12 oh, God, no. episodes. Probably wouldn't have even had him top 16, to be honest. Um, obviously, no. in, our, in our Dynasty League, there was a trade made for him recently. Uh, for a first rounder, I believe, and obviously after last week, what was it last week? Thirty-eight points or something ridiculous. Thirty-seven and a half points. Yeah. Three touchdowns. He's the RB four um, in our dynasty format. He's he's been absolutely outstanding. You know, for six touchdowns already, um, and the receiving games there as well. Three out of his last four weeks, he's had five catches as well. So it's yeah, he's been absolutely outstanding. On a, on let's, I mean, the Raiders are two and five, so they're not a great team, but he has been the bright spot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's been fantastic. And uh, another another surprise, I guess, as well, is uh, Geno Smith, who makes oh, it at, at number 18 on the year. The number 18th fantasy asset you could have is Geno Smith. Geno Smith. And la- last year I traded for Geno Smith when Russ went down for the Seahawks. I think I got him for like a fifth rounder and then I just dropped him. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That shows how quickly it changed. Um, again, I, I think that's another one where I'm, 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 I still don't believe the Seahawks are a, a deep playoff run team, um, but it's nice while it lasts. Um, obviously, DK Metcalf being injured, that's going to be a massive loss for them. Um, we didn't really mention that, but yeah, Metcalf is going to be out a few weeks at least, I think. Um, so that's a big loss. But yeah, Smith, is, he's, he's played his way back into a, a starting role and he's been, he's been a top six quarterback this year for sure. So yeah, crazy. Absolutely, it's uh, it's been an interesting year for it, and then uh, I guess we've we've got a few significant injuries, as you say. So the worst of which, obviously, going back to Brees Hall. Brees Hall, if I just look down this list, is the first is the highest player with a major injury. So he's twenty fourth on the year, which is which is a shame. And then we've also got um, Hollywood Brown uh, on the on the injured yeah. injured reserve as well, which uh, which isn't too great. So. But we do have Hopkins who who returned as well, which which has been interesting. And he had a great first game as well. Was it ten catches first game? So I think you can tell Kyle has been missing him. Yes, definitely. Uh, another injury as well. Uh, injured reserve Carson Wentz. 
Oh no! <laughs> so replaced by Heineke had a decent outing. I had to. I was. I, it was a desperation pickup for me this week because both Cousins and Hertz were on bye weeks. Some of my starting QBs were Jacoby Brissett and uh, Taylor Heineke. Which, nice. nice. You know, to say that I only lost by <laughs> about eight points, I'm pretty impressed. Um, but yeah, that, that was, was against Burrow was as well. But yeah, he, he, was... he played well. Even the um, the throw at the end, which I'm sure you've seen to McLaurin, where his eyes were closed, <laughs> which, yes. was, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, what a guy. Crazy. But I feel I kind of feel for him, because obviously he was their solution, wasn't he, last year? Carson Wentz has come in and usurped him, and yet he comes back and arguably plays as well as, if not better, than Wentz did anyway. Yeah, no, it was, I mean, it was a big win, a big win over the Packers. Yeah. Um, which I guess segues us nicely into talking about how dreadful Rodgers and Brady have been the last few weeks, both been pretty dreadful. Um, I must admit, to start the year, I thought they'd uh, not not both be you know MVP caliber, but I certainly thought uh, thought they'd both be sort of top twelve, top fourteen quarterbacks. But these last two weeks, it's just been dire. Um, I think we're starting to see that Rodgers is is missing Adams quite a lot. I think. <laughs> Yeah, it's the deep ball, isn't it? That's, every time you watch a game, whenever he attempts to throw it downfield, uh, there's just so many about this just drops and yeah, like, underran routes and wrong routes. I, I I do feel for him, um, and I do genuinely be like Romeo Dobbs. I think it, it is is a good young talent, but yeah, I think this year certainly already is is looking like a bit of a write off, unfortunately. Um, and then you flip to the Buccaneers, they seem to be getting a little bit healthy, but Brady, I mean, Brady against the Panthers was just dreadful. You can't lose to the Panthers in, in no scenario should that happen. I think this might be his the, the lowest point in his career, potentially. Yeah, like that, that completely was, agree. That was dreadful. It really was. Like they, they, The Buccaneers are supposed to still be a phenomenal team. And the Panthers yep. have had a woeful time of it. Like, it is just like <laughs> their team is a car crash. It literally <laughs> is. It couldn't be worse. Like, you know, even uh, how I just don't. I can't fathom it. I couldn't fathom that loss. It was just beyond comprehension. But it happened. And good on the Panthers. To be fair, yeah, what, fair play. You know, they celebrated that victory like they won the Super Bowl. And, and who can blame them, really? Um, yeah, absolutely mental. But I guess another another veteran QB that's not been playing so well. Obviously, we have to talk about him, Jack. I'm sorry. Is uh, that's fine. That's is fine. Rus- Russell Wilson? Um, yeah, it, it's been it's been pretty dreadful. Um, I'm not gonna lie. There is I've seen several memes where he's like people are saying he might actually be genuinely blind. And watching all the games as a Broncos fan, uh, I'm tempted to agree because under sixty percent of his passes. Only five touchdowns, and it's it's such a shame because I, I sent you that stat the other day. We're, we're a top four defense. Yeah, we're only conceding sixteen points a game. You know, I I think the weapons are there. Obviously, the Javante injury doesn't help, but we've got a decent receiving core. Um, but yeah, I think Wilson's got to take at least 30-40% of the blame, and and the rest is on Hackett. Because to be fair to Russ, the play calling has been abysmal uh, from Hackett. Whenever I've been watching it, just Plays that make no sense, um, given the situations. It, it's not being good at all. Um, I've started to hear rumours that if we lose against the Jags, Hackett could go. So that'll Oof. obviously be, you know, a mid-year firing's never good. Um, but I am hoping Russ starts, because that was part of the reason why we got tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's uh, this weekend, I don't. I don't fancy seeing Bre- Brett Rippian versus Trevor Lawrence as much as Wilson versus Lawrence, but... 
it'll be good either way, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it will. So, yeah, it's a shame that our Wembley trip is going to be not quite as we envisaged it when we bought the tickets back in June, July time, when we were expecting that the Broncos would be riding high as a Super Bowl contender. But um, these things happen. These things happen. And hopefully it improves over time. But we will see. So next week... We'll try. Well, we'll be getting back into a more regular rhythm. We have no more holidays, no more weddings, so we should be back to back to the weekly format. But um, hopefully, you enjoyed. And next time we speak to you, we will have been in person to a game, which is uh, which is exciting. So, any any closing thoughts? Anything week eight related that you'd like to impart upon our dear listeners? Uh, not, no, not, not nothing necessarily. Um, I think there might be a few sort of waiver wire pickups for this week. Obviously, with all the injuries, uh, we've mentioned Michael Carter, uh, Dante Foreman for the Panthers. Their run game popped off. Gus Edwards um, has taken a step forward. Tyler Algier. So there, there is still players out there. Connor mentioned Paris Campbell um, for the Colts. Wondale Robinson um, was great last week for the Giants as well. Um, and obviously with DK Metcalf's injury, Marquise Goodwin as well is a, is a good pickup. He's only rostered in about 1% of the league. So there's still a lot of players out there. Um, hopefully the injuries will stop. <laughs> Touch wood. Great stuff. Well, thank you very much for listening and we will see you next week. <laughs>